Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planners Financial Services member FINRA SIPC, guides clients with empathy in discovering and reaching their financial goals, and creates financial plans for clients so they can live their life by design. In these episodes, he relates his expert financial insights and discusses timely topics. Royal strives for excellence and has a passion for sharing his knowledge and supporting his community. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Life by Design with Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Royal, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric. How are you doing? I am fantastic. It is, uh, it's good to be back with you. I'm excited. I love today's topic. Yeah, yeah, you were we're we're approaching the end of the, of the of 2021 right now and uh not not sure if people get this right before the end of the year or right right after but I thought it's a great time to start talking about new year's resolutions. It's one of my favorite things to do each year is to sit down on December 31st, write out that list of, you know, all these amazing changes I'm going to make in my life and then by January 3rd forgotten all about it. Yeah, I can't even find the paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's important, and, and not to be discouraging, but I think you and I are very similar in the fact that we we probably have a lot of things written down, and my hope is to, you know, out of 10, I'm going to really, really concentrate and accomplish three of them. What's your what's your number there? Yeah, I, re- I really try to keep it at three. Um, I think anything beyond that is virtually impossible, and even three might be too many. Mm-hmm. Um in my mind, it's really important just to have a good, solid goal that you can shoot for. And it's amazing what happens when you have that goal in your mind. And as you're working towards it, you see other things in your life begin to happen mm. that have that positive, positive effect. It's like if you can start, for instance, walking every day, all of a sudden – you know, some other things might be happening in your life that produce a positive result you weren't even expecting. So even if you can just pick one and focus on that, that one positive change you can make any time of year is, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you have your resolutions already? Do you, do you have things in mind that you're going to be doing or are we just talking generalities today? You know, I haven't – probably my biggest resolution, the, the, the biggest thing I need to do is just get a little bit more organized and a little bit more efficient. Um, You know, just in the course of my day, uh, I have so many different things coming at me and tracking things, returning email, returning Mm -hmm. phone calls. It just never really seems to stop. So my my wish for my New Year's resolution is if I could just be a little bit more efficient, you know, maybe have an extra 24, 48 hours a day I can play with Oh yeah, uh, to get everything done would be nice too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, uh, I think we're looking for a genie lamp on that one though. Yes. Yes. I, I, I don't know if there's someone you can talk to. Do you have like a time guy, you know, like some guys have a, have a meat guy or a it's, car yeah. guy they go to for advice. A time guy is really what we need. That's funny. I actually have a steak guy. Uh, you know, he owns a couple of restaurants. I don't have a time guy. Sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Goodness. Well, may, maybe next year. Maybe <laughs> next year. Maybe that should be our resolution. Is, is you know, find that guy who can just give us that extra hour each each year. Yeah. Deal. That, that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> yep. All right. So how do you how do you approach this with clients? I mean, this is something that you, I'm I'm assuming that you, you talk to them about as well, not only finances, but I'm sure you just have other conversations of what they want to accomplish. 
Absolutely. So one of the things that we do in our financial planning process is not just look at the dollars you've saved or the dollars you need to save, but really learn about our clients' wishes for their future. Mm -hmm. We find out what's important to them, what they would like to be spending their time on, and help them come up with plans of how to do that. So in my mind, when we look at New Year's resolutions, it really falls into four categories. Okay. Number one, fitness. Uh, number two, finances. You know, Number three, self-improvement, which is a catch-all for a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. And then finally, relationships. So I thought we would just kind of break these out individually and take a look and see how can we try to set ourselves up for success uh, as we go into this this time frame? And, and the most important thing about this is that this is really evergreen. If you want to start making improvements in your life, these strategies will work for you even if it's August 13th. Mm -hmm. You can implement these and start making those improvements on your life. So, you know, don't worry if you, you forget about these by January 3rd. You can always restart January 6th or 7th. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's funny how many people will say in, you know, September or October, oh, man, when 2022 hits, I can't wait for January. I'm going to make all these changes. You're like, okay, <laughs> if you can't wait, then just do it. You know, but yep, I do the same yep. thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start this next month or whatever. And again, it's, it's hard to get started. So. It is. It is. So, you know, I think that the number one thing people look at often is just fitness. Mm -hmm. You know, you pull into your gym on January 1st or 2nd, and you're like, where did all these people come from? <laughs> why are they here? <laughs> you know, why, why can't I find a treadmill right now? That's right. So I think fitness is a big one. We see that quite, quite a lot. Gyms, I think, really make a, a nice living on this as people sign up for the gym towards the end of December, mm -hmm. you know, planning that new year. And I think we go into a lot of these with these these grand plans of being able to lift a certain amount, lose a certain amount of weight, do do certain things. The biggest thing I see with fitness and you're setting a New Year's resolution, try to make it to February. All you, if your New Year's resolution is, hey, I want to work out more, just say, hey, I'm going to try to work out three times a week, four times a week. My only goal is to do it until February. You're going to do two things there. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's such a short goal, it keeps your focus. Sometimes when we have a goal of, hey, I'm going to do this every day or every week, I'm going to do this four times, it, sometimes we, we allow ourselves to drop that goal. But if we have a finite period of time that we're working towards, it's a lot easier to reach that goal. And guess what's going to happen if you make it to February 1st and you followed that regimen of getting to the gym three times a week or, or getting that 10,000 steps in? What's going to happen is, is you've built a habit now over the course of that 31 days, and now you have some momentum behind you. Mm -hmm. So versus making it through the first week saying that was great and letting all the other things of life kind of crop up and, and start forcing out your time to make it to the gym or or to walk or, or make meals instead of eating out. We really want to just focus with really any of these goals and just try to make it for that month amount of time. They say it takes about uh, three weeks to form a new habit. Mm -hmm. There's some uh, research that says it's more like 60 days, but if you can get that 30 days under your belt, that is probably the best thing I can recommend for any of our, our, our any of our clients. If you're trying to make a, make a goal, 
just try to do it for a month, see what happens. Yeah, and I, I want to be very clear. I'm not trying to draw any comparisons between people at a gym and an elephant, but that's how you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. It's it's that slow process, a little bit at a time. And if you make it through January all the way to February, I, I think that most people would tell you you're going to lose some weight. You're going to feel a little bit better, maybe have a little bit more energy. And I think that motivation might keep you doing it through February. And again, seeing those step-by-step changes, I, I think, is a, is, a, is a huge thing. That's right. That's right. And I had no idea where that analogy was going. Well, and I'm you know, happy you, you directed yeah. it in, into an appropriate conversation. Well, yeah, you just don't want people thinking, <laughs> did that just guy just compare me at the gym to an elephant? No, that's not what that was all about. It's just an old saying. It just happens to use elephant as a as a picture. Right. Exactly. All good. Right. Good. So the other thing you can do is hire a trainer, hire a coach, mm-hmm. hire somebody who's going to keep you accountable to make it to the gym. You know, if you, you don't have the money to hire a coach, find a buddy who's also committed to this goal to do it with you. Mm-hmm. That accountability is just so, so important to help motivate you to wake up early or go to the gym after work. What, however you're structuring this, have some accountability attached to it. I think that's the number one reason why so many people forget about their goals by January 3rd is because they're not accountable to anybody. Correct. No one else knows they had set a resolution, so it's very easy to give up on. Yep, absolutely. Now, when it when it comes to fitness, there's there's two books I always recommend people pick up, listen to. The first is How Not to Die. I think this is a, a fantastic <laughs> book that really lines out a method and a way that describes how people die, what are the root causes of it, hmm. and how to make changes in their lives so they're going to live, live healthier lives. It really comes down to the foods that you eat and the way you exercise. So I think that's a fantastic book. The, the author of that book is uh, Michael Gerber. Uh, he's a medical doctor and really could not recommend this highly enough. I downloaded it from our local library and listened to it last year, made some major changes in my life, and uh, have just felt much, much better since uh, implementing those. The other book uh, is one I just picked up. Picked up. Uh, this was recommended from a, by a coach of mine, and that is Younger Next Year, which is really about the importance of exercise and eating right after the age of 50. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is a, a, a fantastic book that people should listen to and pick up because it really is motivating, especially when we're looking at the way we age and our ability to enjoy life in our, in our older years, physical fitness and, you know, staying in good shape is just so essential to enjoying those years that we're saving and putting so much attention into in our industry. You'd much rather be in great, great shape, be able to get out of a chair than be in the other situation, which is, you know, tied to a hospital bed, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe in a wheelchair, being able to put in the time to get in your best physical shape, regardless of the age, is just really, really powerful. So couldn't reckon, recommend those two books uh, highly enough. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. So the next one we we rotate into uh, is the, probably the number two thing I see when people start setting their 
New Year's resolutions is finances. Finances is something I think a lot of people struggle with getting a handle on or understanding. So in my mind, the best way of doing finances is just start setting up a weekly date with yourself or with your spouse or partner where you're going to spend a half hour, an hour, really focused on money. Keep yourself accountable. Have a budget. Start looking at that budget on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, tie that to the monthly budget. I think that hour to maybe maybe ninety minutes that you can spend, you know, looking over the checkbook, looking over your credit card statements, and just getting an, an understanding of where your money's going is just so essential. If you don't have a plan of how you're managing your money, you're not going to have as much money as you could because there's just so many different ways that this economy is set up to drain you of uh, mm-hmm. your hard-earned money. Uh, whether it's you know subscriptions we've forgotten that we're still subscribed to, eating out too much, wasting money shopping. You know, there's just so many things there. So having that, that weekly accountability meeting, uh, if it's yourself, you're being accountable yourself. If it's with your spouse or other family members, I think that's fantastic too. The next one is having a monthly savings goal. You know, have that savings goal of, hey, how much of my income am I trying to save? We tell people over and over again, when we're telling people to plan for retirement, we want 15% of your gross income going towards retirement. So that's a big chunk that I think a lot of people don't realize they need to be put setting aside that much money to prepare themselves for retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people think, well, I have a three or 4% match at work, I'll put in 4%, um, that'll be plenty. In most cases, it's just not, It's you're not saving enough. And then if there's other things you wanna be saving for, like a major purchase, maybe that first home or, or a trip or saving for college, you wanna start looking at those on a regular basis so that you begin measuring your progress. One of the best sayings I've heard in business is what gets measured gets done. Mm -hmm. So if you're not measuring how you're doing towards saving for retirement or saving for other goals, it's not going to get done. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a plan and you have to work that plan. You know, the other, the other flip side of that, you know, for, for those people who are just starting off, maybe getting out of debt, that's another thing that you should be looking at is your debt repayment. You know, we really encourage people focus on one or the other. Focus on your debt repayment first before you wor- start worrying about all the other savings goals. Mm-hmm. We want to get you out of debt and on the road to financial independence before we start splitting your attention between saving for a lot of things. We want to wipe out all of that uh, uh, consumer debt that we have. The mortgage we're not really that concerned about, but the credit card bills, medical bills, that sort of thing. Have that weekly or monthly review of your debt situation. And let me tell you, if you're doing that, if you're looking at that and prioritizing that, you're not going to be in debt much longer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, the the other piece of that is the feeling, right, of being debt free. I'm not there yet, but man, we're close. We're getting closer. And the closer I get, the more excited I'm getting and the less stress Mm -hmm. I have. So I think that that's, I mean, it's one of those things that just compounds for you. Yep, absolutely. Um, Finally, you know, what we do with our financial planning clients is we're tracking their net worth on an annual basis 
just to take a look and, and look at that 30,000 foot view of their situation and saying, how much is your net worth growing? Either because you're paying down debt or because you're saving or your assets are growing. That's a fantastic way of really looking at how am I doing overall in, in moving towards my goal of financial independence? All right, Royal, what's the next thing? So the next thing I think people want to look at is self-improvement. How do I improve myself? How do I grow as a person? And what I thought I'd do is just kind of share what, what I've been doing for the last five, six years. I really believe if you're looking at improving your relationship with yourself, with people around you, um, and, and really trying to strive to be a better person and improve on yourself, Having a daily self-improvement ritual, I think is just really, really important. Hmm. So what I do is each morning I take about 30 minutes, uh, right right after I wake up and let the dog out. Um, you know, I, I, I take about 10 minutes and I just meditate. I take about five minutes and I uh, write in my gratitude journal, uh, just of, you know, three or four things that I'm thankful for, three or four opportunities that I have coming up, and three or four things that I'm good at. Uh, just as a way of kind of thinking uh, outside of myself, looking at the future and being optimistic. Um, I find that to be extremely gratifying. And it's amazing the difference that happens if I miss the, that, that time and that time of gratitude in my day. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I spend uh, a few minutes just reading a chapter out of the Bible. I'm going through Isaiah right now. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that daily spiritual practice I think is important. And everybody approaches that differently. But I encourage you to have something there to, to nourish yourself. And then finally, what I'll do is uh, do a little reading. Uh, one of the things I really enjoy are the uh, various books out there that might have an entry for each day of the year. Right now, I'm going uh, through a book that's really about Stoic philosophy. Uh, that's just you know a, a one or two minute entry of a different way of thinking to kind of just just expand the way I, I I think about life and the way I view the world around me. And then finally, I'll just wrap that up, kind of reviewing my goals for my life, as well as just kind of going through some affirmations personally about who I am and, and who do I want to be. And I find that that 30 minutes that I can just set aside for myself before anybody else is up sets me up for really having a very good day where I can put a lot of things in perspective and not get too stressed out by the ebbs and flows of uh, everything we have coming at us on uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, it's almost the the way I look at it Royal is if if you're not doing something like that in the morning for yourself. It's almost like you're waking up in in a not a panic necessarily, but you're waking up with okay, I got to go 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 without really having that direction, you know, for for your day. Um, my, my morning routine is not nearly as robust as yours. I'm very, very interested in that, that book you were talking about uh, with the daily reading philosophical thoughts and, and things. I'd love to talk to you about that, but it's, it's something where mine's a bit shorter than that, but I still find it so very, very important just to, like you said, start your day off, right. Start it off on the right foot. I love the fact that you're, you're going through, uh, the, the gratitude, uh, journal, um, that's something I, I've, I've kind of heard of before, but I've never, I've never done that. I've never been much to journal or write things down. 
But uh, there's there's also ways for people like me who have terrible handwriting and can't type for snot. A Word document can be opened and, and uh, you can turn on your microphone and speak into it and it'll type it out for you. So I, I think that that's something that I'm going to incorporate uh, from from what you just said because that would help me every morning just realize no matter what happened the day before, what happened the night before, what happened the week before, or what happened in 2020, right? I'm I'm grateful for a lot of things in my life, and I, I, I think that's a great daily reminder. That's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Yeah, and, and honestly, I do all of this on my phone. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have a, a, a daily journal app, uh, Day One, where each each day I just open up a new page and just write in there just, just on my phone. Um, so, so I can still read it. I don't have to worry about my handwriting yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The name of that book that I'm, I'm just finishing up here as we get to the end of the year is the daily stoic by Ryan holiday. Uh, it's, it's really just a, a, a great way of kind of resetting your brain, um, and looking at a, a stoic philosophy that really, I think, you know, has some, some good things there to teach us about the way we should view the world. And the the way we view our expectations in the world, uh, it, it's it, it is very stoic, uh, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think an excellent way of just saying the world doesn't owe you anything. Um, you know, bad things happen all the time. It's all in how you react to it. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's there's some powerful wisdom in all of that. Yep, absolutely. Now I know that the one of the other categories you talked about is relationships. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there's there's probably a lot of people who who look at uh, look at their lives, and maybe it's improving a relationship, maybe it's reconciling with somebody where the where the relationship has fallen apart, and and maybe it's a relationship that isn't really f- fitting who you are anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. So, uh, my my advice to that is if that is something you're looking at making a change on just do it do it now mm-hmm. whether whether it's hey i want to have a better relationship with my kids with my spouse you know reach out now make make time for it because it really is important if it's something where you need to make a change and maybe have someone exit your life um you know do it now make make those moves because Tomorrow may be too late, especially if we're looking to reconcile with people. And, and not just from COVID, but I've just lost so many important people in my life this year. It's just so essential that, you know, we, we, we reach out to them. We, we tell them, you know, what's in our hearts. And it it's really, really comes down to time is our most scarce resource. We think we're going to have a lot more time, a lot more days in front of us. And unfortunately, nothing's guaranteed. So if there is that relationship you need to mend or improve or eliminate, uh, just do it. There's no reason to waste time uh, sitting around thinking about it. I, think I, just, I, I truly believe that in my heart is time is the most important thing that we're dealing with here. So, so with that, those, those are kind of the major topics I see most people looking at as they have their new year's resolution so uh, i just thought it'd be fun but and i didn't get a chance to ask you do you have your news new year's resolutions yeah i've got i've got a couple that uh, kind of now now i actually have one more uh, because of our discussion today i'm definitely going to incorporate one of those books i'm, I'm going to be looking at the daily stoic for sure uh, but i'm going to incorporate that into into my daily practice 
Uh, but I've got two things, Royal, and, and you, you and I have spoken many times about um, that I'm, I'm preparing to sell our house and, and so on and so forth. Been doing a lot of repairs and just upgrades uh, for that purpose. We're going to wait till March because we're in the frozen tundra and nobody likes to house shop in the <laughs> winter. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're going to wait till March. Uh, but in that, for this new year, one of the biggest challenges, Royal, is that we have too much stuff. We've been, you know, married for almost 28 years, kids and grandkids. We just have too much stuff. And so I'm, I'm in the process of realizing where I can get rid of things, you know, who I can give them to, what charities I can donate to. And this is, this is a big push for us for the beginning of this year because we've had stuff just in case we need it. You know what? It's been sitting around for a long time. Somebody could actually be using this. Um, we hang on to stuff too long. And so that's one thing, just organization-wise. And then something that you said really I, I keyed in on was being a better communicator when it comes to like emails and texts and, and re- returning you know, phone calls or returning phone calls in the right way, I guess is what I'm saying. Because a lot of times I'll get a voicemail and I'll text somebody back. Hey, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you in a couple of days when I can do A, B, or C you know what? They took the time to call me. I should take the time to, to call them back or emails, you know, kind of the same thing, be better at going through those. Um, so that's just a self-improvement thing on my end. And, but those are two things I really want to tackle. And now that third that you've given me, cause I think that's just a beautiful idea. So yeah, thank you for that. Excellent. Excellent. And, you know, as, as we kind of reach the end here, I, I wanted to have some fun. Uh, there's, there's a new book coming out by Dave Ramsey, uh, coming out in the first quarter of 2022, titled Baby Step Millionaires. We're pretty excited to have this roll out. So I'm going to offer uh, five copies uh, to the first five people that email me and request one. So if you'd like to reach out and uh, request a copy of Baby Step Millionaires by Dave Ramsey, go ahead and email me at royal at op fa.com and i'd be happy to send that out to you i'm emailing you now royal (laughs) sorry just kidding i'm not emailing you right now (laughs) i won't take one of those five from the audience but that's awesome i'm gonna look into that for sure uh that's great uh so you said baby step millionaires Mm -hmm. awesome that's right that's right going through the 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 baby steps you know dave ramsey's lined Uh out and i think it's a lot of success stories and uh, uh looks to be pretty motivational Interesting. Well, Royal, thank you for that. I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today and all the hints and tips and and, uh, just your wisdom. Um, Obviously, you're learning things from those books you're reading, so I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right, and our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life by Design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family, and here's the thing. When it comes to resolutions, when it comes to making changes in your life, share those changes with friends and family. You know, if you're going to quit smoking, tell the closest people around you, hey, look, I'm quitting. I've got to quit. I'm going to do this. Hold me accountable to that. Because if you don't tell anybody, it's too easy to go back to it. Or if you're going to exercise, any, any of those things, tell somebody that you care about and that cares about you. They'll help you along this journey. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not meant to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. Always 
always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies. Dave Ramsey is not affiliated with United Planners Financial Service, and any views expressed in his book do not necessarily reflect the views of United Planners.